0: Today as we honor Solanas Casey um, I have to admit I uh, from when I shortly after I entered seminary I've, I've heard the stories about Solanas uh, Blessed Solanas uh, grew up in I believe right outside of Hudson and he served in Stillwater uh, but uh, more uh, more local connection he had a brother that was serving as a priest in what uh, at that time was the um, uh, Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, but uh, uh, same same diocese. But uh, in Graceville, his brother and he would decide they were going to meet, and they would meet at St. Thomas at the uh, Sunday our Sunday Visitor office, which which is right next to St. John Vianney, the College Seminary building. And so we'd hear stories of this saintly man who would come and visit his brother. And, uh, and, but it wasn't until a few years ago where, where more and more stories started. I started to hear more and more. And one just utterly astonishes me, some of the stories. And, and uh, um, there, of course, is a website set up with all sorts of little, well, and some not so little videos of uh, of the, the various Capuchins who served with him, uh, their own story, and various lay people who had experienced him. and, and uh, I, so I've watched some of those, but I, I don't remember where it was that one of them or whether it was a story of uh, another, would have been another religious who shared, but he was the kind of porter, uh, doorkeeper, uh, and office manager who would just serve the needs of the, the individuals. And well, one day, without caring about himself, but one day somebody gave him a bowl of ice cream. It was a rather hot day. And he thanked them for it, and he put it in his desk drawer. And uh, he said, well, I'll save it for later. And uh, about three, four, five hours later, a little boy came in with his family, and absolutely distraught, and Father Solanus reached into the desk drawer, pulled out the perfectly frozen ice cream, and gave it to the boy who ate it and was consoled. We should know that doesn't happen normally, or... or, uh, uh, I heard another story of a man who brought his uh, son who was crippled in, and, I want a miracle, and Solanus looked at him and kind of ignored him, and, I want a miracle, and he ignored him, I want a miracle, look, you priest, give me a miracle, go to confession. The priest went to confession, or the, the father went to confession as he uh, got out, and he uh, was a little uh, sheepish about this about this point, but his son looked up at him and dad, Dad, my feet are tingling. And he walked. We might ask, well, where, where did Solanus get this? Uh, those that know his story know that he, he was a very simple man. He was uh, Irish descent. Uh, unfortunately, when he discerned to enter the, the priesthood or to study for the priesthood, first he sent him to... Uh, Milwaukee to a seminary that taught in German and Latin and, of course, being Irish, that was hard for him. Uh, when he discerned to enter the, the Capuchins, unfortunately, the same thing happened. Uh, you know, and he reminds me a lot of uh, um, the de d'Ars, whose feast we're, uh, we'll celebrate shortly, but uh, St. John Vianney, who uh, very simple, could study French, but had very little facility for Latin. And yet, look what God did with them. Saints or blessed Salanas, hopefully, Saint soon. Uh, he led such an interesting life, and he uh, he was working as a prison guard. He, as a young boy, he should have started with that. As a young boy, he had a I forget which disease it was, but it made his voice wispy. And I can't imagine him being a prison guard in Stillwater. And he worked with a member of the James Younger gang. And he befriended this former bank robber. And helped him. Why? Why? Even before he was even a priest. But it was really the witnessing a murder as he was a streetcar driver. Witnessing a very violent murder that drove him to to want to help heal the the hurts of humanity, and despite that simpleness, look at all that God had done. And in fact, when he was ordained, he was ordained a priest simplex, which for hopefully most of us know is, uh, is no longer a category, but a, a priest who was ordained simplex could say mass, but they couldn't preach. They couldn't certainly couldn't preach doctrinal homilies, and they couldn't hear confessions, and he accepted that, and yet he knew. Much like today's gospel passage, we might ask, well, where did he get this? Where? Where? And I think what happens is when we start to stop to see the person as they really are and stop to recognize God's gifts, stop to recognize how God is working in others. That's when we begin to ask that question. And the people of, of Nazareth asking, Well, where did Jesus get all of this? They forget the fact that he's Jesus, he's the Son of God. And Mary probably sat there and said, Well, I know where he got it from. <laughs> and Joseph, if he was around, probably, probably the same thing. Why are you asking this question? He's the Son of God. Or for those, and it's not only St. John Vianney or Blessed Solanus or or whatever, I have a classmate that I I thought, well, this is going to be interesting. And I I heard a a number of years afterward where it's like, wow, what did God do in you? It's like the Holy Spirit grabbed him by the collar. (laughs) Again, we have to see how God is working. And maybe this day to recognize how God is working in each one of us too, that we sus- suspend whatever disbelief it is that we allow. Blessed Solanus to inspire us to see uh, not only the 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 wounds and the, the hurts and the the little ways that we're we're affected, but to see how God's grace is there. One last thing, the, the Solanus was very prone to say and talk about not being able to preach, but by his life he did, but he always said, thank God ahead of time. Thank God ahead of time. I can't think of anything better.